Welcome to Las Latinas, a podcast about opening up your fridge and crying yourself to sleep. This is episode <laughs> 10. You can hear y'all laughing. We're on a Zoom meeting. Uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter, just use the hashtag Las Latinas podcast or, uh, or I'm, I am us, DM us on IG or, or Facebook. Tell us how you're feeling. Right, AOL. So we can just ignore it and keep you on red. <laughs> I'll respond back to you. I'll respond back to you. Ciao. Thank you. Uh, tag us on Super Chat, make fun of us, give us a shout out and share our content. And also for you people who like to ruin a good thing, this podcast is not safe for work. So chill the fuck out. Uh, and then I also say, I'm going to say this for the record. We're all at home. We're all on Zoom. We're not in each other's houses. Social distancing is important. And that's about as uh, responsible as we're going to get on this podcast. Yeah, for sure. I honestly, <laughs> I hope this lasts for an entire year. I don't want to see anyone in person ever again. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> that's like literally the stupidest thing I've ever heard. I was going to say, like, I feel like your butthole would disagree. So let's, <laughs> yeah, let's, that's, let's that's not true. lie about our needs. That is I, true. I already read you're losing interest and your butthole would disagree with what you're saying. That's not even my losing interest. But oh. okay, thanks for jumping ahead. <laughs> Spoiler. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert for you 10 people that are listening. <laughs> no, there's more than 10. We've got a, we've got some downloads out there. Thank you. Shout out to all those people that are listening to the podcast and and you know sharing our content. We appreciate you. Hey, I'm happy someone's doing it. Shade. Wow. Wow. <laughs> that was a dig on me, actually. Uh, before we get uh jump into our topic, I wanted to ask everyone, what are y'all missing most this week? Like just this week or in general? just this week, because I think it's going to change every week because like our depression is going to continue to deteriorate and like just become sadder and sadder. No, our depression is going to flourish. Our- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's definitely, it's definitely flourishing. Um, I honestly, I just, right now I miss just being dicked down by strangers. That's, that's the worst. Like it just... People were messaging on different platforms and reaching out and shit, and you just can't do anything except for share pics and be like, yeah, hopefully in the near future, I can have you inside of me. Wow. So there's like the one person who's texting you is like, miss you on Saturday, or is there more? No, there's more. I mean, it's, it's, there's more. Also, I've also kind of gone to different platforms like Daddy Hunt. I just jumped on that just to kind of see who's in my new neighborhood and shit. So that's been really interesting. But yeah. That wasn't part of their like moving in review. I mean, I did check Growler and everything before we moved into the house. Yes. Like before you signed the lease, you were like. Yeah, I like when we were looking at the house, I like signed it immediately and was like, let me see who's in the area. It's the fucking, it's the gay equivalent of checking what schools are in the neighborhood. (laughs) (laughs) What? Um, I just want to know before we move in, um, what kind of dicks feed into this area? Yeah, yeah. Is this more a growler or is this more of a scruff? <laughs> you know what, though? There's data. There has to be data for that shit. Oh, I'm sure. There and is. I'm pissed off that it's not added to Zillow by any of these fucking app companies. <laughs> oh, that's fucking you homophobic. Know what? Copy, copyrighted. They would make so much more money. I swear to God, if anyone uses this on their Zillow app and starts fucking doing this shit, I'm suing y'all motherfuckers. That's right. The 10 people that are listening right now do not steal the idea. I really love the idea of like of being like, this is a grinder neighborhood or this is a scruff neighborhood because that's that's actually legit. Like yeah. you you like the 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 offerings change from neighborhood to neighborhood, and I appreciate it. How are you feeling, Jesus? 
Bitch, I have uh, acid reflux right now um, <laughs> because all I do is cook with butter. Um, so, like, like real butter or like like real butter, bitch. Like, oh, like, so the like I looked at that tub of country crock and I was like, you know what? I'm no longer bound by my by my economic bracket. I'm gonna splurge <laughs> on real butter. I don't give a fuck. Come through stimulus check. No, bitch. I actually, <laughs> I sent all of that shit to my family members in Mexico because I was like, you know what? <laughs> Let me not. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, bitch, I miss people. I miss being able to talk shit about people at restaurants. Like, I miss sitting down and being like, look, turn around, turn around. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and being like, that's you, bitch. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> that's you, like, in three months. <laughs> yeah, listen, I miss public ridicule. And, like, this is my monkey's paw because, like, I'm going to become it. Like, once they lift restrictions, I'm going to be that lady where everyone's like, look, turn around. Turn around. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just me and my like eating moo moo, like with my two long braids. Like. Do you know where you're gonna go first? Um, I wanna go to a Chinese buffet. Mm, I, I, yes. know. I just want to go to a Chinese buffet so fucking bad. That's a good I answer. just want the one on Westgate. Let's do that one. Bitch, yeah, Asian Palace or whatever. That shit's so bomb. Yeah, that's my so favorite. Good. Last time I was there was with Isaac. Yeah. What'd you get? Every, everything, everything. everything. <laughs> <laughs> I everything, feel like I don't eat the sushi, but everything else. You know, I I always try the sushi, but like I try like a California roll because I think that's how I'll know. And then sometimes I'm like, mm, this is questionable, but I'm gonna do it anyway, and I just keep having. No, and I just y'all are fucking up. Yeah, the best. Go ahead. No, you go. I ahead. was gonna say sushi is never as savory as anything else that they have. No. That's all I was gonna say. Oh, that's true. I think I think for buffet sushi, the way to go is the to try the fried shit because like mm. it's just it's fried. You know what it's gonna be, and no one lies to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I like about my buffets. No one lying to me. <laughs> y tú, Robbie, cómo te sientes, güey? Not too bad. Um, but I miss what I think I miss most is actually being at a bar. And I feel like I don't even go like clubbing or to the bar that much, but I legit miss the stinky smell and sticky floor and like hearing the shitty music and like hearing that one random good song with my friends and like going to get bad food. Like I I legitimately miss that. I didn't, I didn't think I would, but yeah. Um, I want to hear Tusa in the streets. (laughs) (laughs) Tusa in the streets, Bitch, Laura Leon doing Tusa, 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 Tusa. That bitch is insane. I love what. She- yeah, I know. I love her. She's just doing the most for the gays, really. She's she like, should. they're in quarantine. Let me give them a trap. Yeah. <laughs> she says they're trapped. They're trapped. Yeah, Let me up. give. They'll have no. Choice. They'll have no choice. But between me and fucking Lorena Herrera, and she's not on. Oh, bitch! If Laura Leon ever goes on fucking, um. Mazraga. La Mazraga, I will die. I will die. I will, yeah, I will die. I still need to watch that. Robbie, I'm along the same lines as you, though. I'm definitely missing, like, making, it's a mix between of you and Jesus, where I'm missing um, making fun of people in public. Fucking <laughs> bitch. <laughs> 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 And I'm just like, true. it's true though. Like you go and you're like, this is tragic, but I have to be here. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. So I think uh, we, we met earlier this week. We talked a little bit about maybe what we wanted to talk about 
in this episode. And um, so we wanted to talk about first allies. So like first people who were allies to you as a homosexual, mm. as a um, someone who recently maybe came out. Uh, so, so yeah. So Isaac, I think you're, you're first. Uh, let's see. Where do we begin with this tragic tale? Um, I think my first my first allies were actually my best girlfriends from they were roommates. And they were the first people that I told that I was gay, like just to test the waters to see if they'd be cool with it or if they would, you know, what they would say. And they were obviously very great about it. They were very encouraging, but they were also, you know, they figured something was up because I, you know, you can only go out with your uncle so many times. Uh, before it becomes weird i would always tell them that i was going out with my uncle like to the movies or somewhere else just to, like not make them think that i was going out with some old man on a date so even though i totally was was well, someone's uncle at some point i mean i i have probably fucked everyone's uncle at this point but yeah not everybody's not everybody not everybody's if you fuck my uncle i'd be mad because i'd be like how did you get to it first? <laughs> Very easily. But yeah, those are, I mean, those are the people that I kind of relied on and, and told. I didn't have really any gay people to really talk to in my hometown of East Texas, really, or that I knew. And obviously, my first really gay outing thing was Yahoo Chats. So, you know, those were my bitches. Those were the girls that that, that uh, helped me out. Helped me Yahoo Chats? I guess they get that. Yeah, because you're, you're right. Now I'm remembering. In high school, I used to go on Yahoo chats all the time. And oh yeah, dude, I used to hit up the chat rooms for sure. I used to go on um, the AOL M for M chats. Those were the shit. I heard those shits were like lit, but I never got into it because I think it was like the family account, so I really mm. couldn't go into the AOL thing. Oh, I was like, I still did it either way. I'm pretty sure my mom like found all that shit at one point, <clears throat> but never like questioned me about it. So she didn't well, want to know the truth. Um. Yeah, as most moms do, they don't want to know the truth about their children. And she's like, "Wow, he likes really big dicks. That's crazy." But, uh, <laughs> is that is that the first thing she would say? <laughs> she was like, "Finally, we have something in common." Oh. <laughs> Mom, don't listen to this. Or nothing in common at all. <laughs> no, nothing in common at all. But yesterday was her birthday. Uh, shout out to her. Oh, shout out to oh, happy, happy birthday, birthday. Sunset Fox's Nan. wife. Wow, Miss what? Miss Asenet. That's her first name, Asenet Trujillo. Her mom has a beautiful name. Mm-hmm. I oh, love her name so much. Ooh. Yeah, very like succubus, She's like, like sci-fi princess. <laughs> sci-fi princess is right. <laughs> it's Arabic. Mm-hmm. It's in the Bible, apparently. It's in the Bible. I so guess. is Isaac. I read that bitch. Look how that turned <laughs> out. Um, I think for me, at least, uh, so I came out. Uh, I was probably like twenty-one because I had a drink. Um, to get through it but uh but I th- i'd say like my, my first allies for sure were lou and sarai um and they're shout out to lou and sarai they're probably listening to this and if they're not fuck them um but they were <laughs> <laughs> but like they were like probably the first people that i felt like like true allies like people who actually cared about me so like i was I told my family and i told maybe a couple close friends and then i was i was talking to lou um we went out for drinks with some friends and then we were driving home and he was driving and then he's like, I'm like, hey, I have something to tell you. He's like, oh, fuck. He's like, what's up? And I'm like, um, hey, I'm gay. 
And he was like, are you sure you just don't want to ask me for money? Like, tell me really. Like, <laughs> like, he was like, please tell me like, no, like for real. Like, what do you want? Stop fucking around. Like, if you need money, I can't help you. <laughs> and so like later he told me, he was like, yeah, I thought you were going to ask me for money. But, uh, but I was, I kept playing it off. Like, oh, this motherfucker just wants to ask me for money, but he's not ask it. Um, but we like talked for a little bit longer. I told him like, no, like I told my family, like, this is real. He's like, well, okay, cool. And then like, I don't think you ever realize like, are people actually gonna like care about you after that? Or as I feel like when you're first coming out, you like, well, my whole world's about to shatter. So who is actually going to be friends with me? Um, and so they were still friends with me and, um, they like took care of me. They live like really close to me. Um, that I was make sure I was okay. So I'd say like, and I was like the best man at his wedding. So I'd say like, they're definitely like some of the first allies I've had um, and still have to this day, but um, miss them. Lovely people. If they don't listen to the podcast, this podcast, <laughs> this podcast, <laughs> you know what? We're just capturing a larger audience for all I care. <laughs> It's just that, like, your mouth covered is not saying anything to anyone right now. <laughs> Shut up, bitch. <laughs> your fucking mouth. Okay. Well, uh, that's mine. Jesus, what is yours? First yeah, ally. enough of you, bitch. Because <laughs> <laughs> while you're fucking Keep me quiet. <laughs> um, I mean, my shit was different uh, because I came out when I was 11. So... When I was 11 years old, I told my friend Cliff that I really liked this boy named David Pineda. I was like, I think David's cute. And this kid named Danny Flores overheard. And he told everybody in the cafeteria. He like walked into the fucking cafeteria and he was like, Jesus is gay. He likes David. And I was like, oh, what? I'm gay. But I do. Uh, <laughs> gagged. <laughs> gagged, mama. <laughs> 11 year old Jesus biting into a sandwich. I'm gagged, mama. Bitch, fully. I, was, I had my little, like, my little ham and cheese sandwich that my mom made oh. me. And I was like, oh no. Um, and then all these fucking sixth graders were like, oh my God, is it true? Are you gay? And I had like a moment where I was like, it's just say it. And I was like, yes. Um, and the first two questions that were asked of me were, were you molested? And, and, uh, and number two was, um, do you like Tinky Winky? Cause at the time everyone was like, Tinky Winky's the gay one. Right. Um, so I was like, Oh wow. Oh, it's Tinky Winky. Oh. With the it. triangle, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was like, um, I can't, I can't attest to the quality of that man's sexuality. <laughs> <laughs> but I will tell you um, that I have psyched his dick. Um, that'd be, can you imagine fucking Teletubby? Anyway, um, <laughs> I guess you can. Um, so, yeah. So, um, a lot of the boys in sixth grade stopped talking to me. Um, even though they, like, previously were my friends because I was, like, good at school. So, they would, like, cheat off of me. Um, so, he's, like, all of the, like... All of the girls who would eventually become goths were my fucking allies. Those bitches were the fucking ride or dies. Mm. So, like, there was, like, a kid who used to, like, throw rocks at me. He's some fucking punk. And I remember this one bitch, Leah. She had no eyebrows. The bitch was in sixth grade, no eyebrows. She would just draw them on. And she threw a rock at him, and she was like, fuck you, bitch. I fucking cut off your dick. And I was 11 years old, and I was like, that is what friendship should be. If you're not willing to cut off someone's dick for me, then you're not my fucking friend. Um, 
So yeah, it's been really cute. Um, but yeah, I think like the girls in sixth grade really were the fucking ride or die. They were the fucking real mm-hmm. homies. Um, because I think it's what helped me get through like middle school. I actually had a really bomb time in high school, and I know a lot of people hate it, but I think because like because seventh and sixth grade were so hard. Mm-hmm. Having a lot of girlfriends who for like who essentially like shepherded me through like being like a little fucking hoto was what made high school, I think, like way better emotionally for me. Yeah. Do you think um, they like helped you like be more of yourself or be more like them when you were like growing into yourself? Um, I think it was one of those things where like I was realizing that a lot of this shit I liked and was drawn to, like witchcraft and like fucking mm. ditching class and hot Cheetos and like <laughs> Um, None of that is know. like that. homosexual in particular, <laughs> like at all. That's just like being a bad like bitch, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I feel like I feel like I was like, oh, we like we all like the same things. Like we all want to be able to like use the elements to change things to our advantage. We all want to summon demons to this plane of earth, yes. you know. And we all and we all just want a cute boy to love us. Yes. Um, you got a coven, really. I had a coven, bitch. I did. I remember when I was in seventh grade, me and my friend Brenda and my friend Cliff, we cast a spell so this guy Renee would be gay. Um, (laughs) And we like we went behind uh, we went behind a a good time store, which was like a Seven Eleven, but for hood rats. Um, And we like cast a spell, and wouldn't you know it? Two years later, Renee was gay. You know, I've known three Renees, and they've all been gay. Uh... His his mom really cast a spell. By naming him that. <laughs> Rene. Rene. I have a cousin named Rene. Is he gay? I mean, I, I don't until, you know. Jesus, until Jesus classes spells. <laughs> not, not until. Bitch, this is a public service announcement. If anybody needs someone to be gay, hit me up. Yeah. She's putting out spells. They're $100 spells, a pop. I just need an apple, a knife, Bitch, a little fire. I want to know what the fuck that spell looked like when you were in the back of that good time store. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> or was did it you have a personal store? belonging of his? Did you use his? Like, did you like, wow. I'm interested. I spit out his cum so, into a sock. He used to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I used his nuts on. Uh, <laughs> no, um, he would, he would write me letters because he, he was weird. He, he used to call me a faggot oh, every single day. I would walk into fucking yearbook class. He's like, hey, fucking faggot. And I'd be like, what the fuck? But then, like, two months after that, he started writing me notes about, like, how, like, his family life was terrible. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm sorry. So, of course, I immediately fell in love with him because, like, I was like, your family life is trash. Let me help you. Yeah. <laughs> because nothing is sexier to um, a young Mexican girl than tragedy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A place where I can help? Wonderful. <laughs> let me a man who's emotionally you. crippled? Let me, oh, let me just slip into something more comfortable. Um, <laughs> so I can make my foods. <laughs> yeah, for real. Um, but yeah, so like, I kept all his notes and I brought them with me and I picked one. And um, and I burned it over a fire. Okay. And I heated a knife over the fire I burned the letter with. And I carved some fucking runes onto an apple. And I ate it. And me and my girls did a chant. And next thing oh you know, God. two years later. <laughs> yeah. So it may take it may take a little while, but <laughs> it took a while. I mean, he wrote me love letters, but you know, it took a while for him to but come I, but, to his but I did it. <laughs> I like that. That's really cute. What's I was a teenage witch. Teenage witch. Wow. Twitch you were the craft before the craft. 
No, the craft inspired me. Uh, okay. <laughs> the craft and Morrissey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Robbie, what's your um, first allies that you had? Um, I'm like, my mind is split into two. Because there's like, and of course it's all girls. Um, even though there's, shout out to the dudes who were cool too. But this isn't about you right now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, thanks for being cool, but... <laughs> Uh, but fuck you. But also, fuck like, you for all your fucking masculine <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> yeah, there's because I didn't come out till I was late in life. Uh, so I was like 23 when I came out. So I definitely want to pay respects to like all the girls who were my friends in like elementary school, middle school. I was obviously like a gay kid. <laughs> and like, ow. And they didn't even care. Like, they were just so, they just liked me and, and I liked them and we had so much fun. So, like, and I still talk to some of these girls today. Like, I mean, Jackie is one of my best friends now, and I've known her since kindergarten. Um, and, like, I, I could... There's, like, literally a list of girls who were just, like... Literally would fight for me if anybody met yeah. with me. It never got yeah. to that point, luckily. But still, like, I, like having that kind of support is so much good for you. Um, or for me, I should say. I don't know about y'all. Uh, but so anyway so there's that so a part of me really wants to honor and respect that because they were there without even like knowing or being told or anything and then the other part is the first person I ever came out to was my friend Kat Um, and I came out to her for a reason like she was one person that I knew I could tell and obviously one she wouldn't care but two that she would kind of like help me like I don't know I just knew with Kat I could be I could talk about sex. I could talk about experimenting. I could talk about these things without judgment. And that, for me, that was kind of something I felt like was hard to find. Um, And so having access to someone who could really just let me talk and be completely honest was like a godsend. Um, So shout out to Kat, too. Um, Did you feel like you could be, like, totally honest with her, like, very early on? Like, this is who I like. This is what I like about him. Pretty much. I mean, like, cause when, so when I started coming out and I know I've kind of told random stories about it, but I was 22, 23, I think I was 23. Um, and I literally hadn't told anyone. I started going to gay bars by myself cause I didn't have any gay friends or, I mean, if I did have gay friends, we weren't like really close. It was more like, I knew you and I know you're gay, but I wasn't comfortable enough to reach out to you. You know, you weren't my friend. Yeah. Like, so I, I didn't have anyone like that ex- and I don't know, for some reason, Kat was, like, the only person I knew I could be. I mean, and also, you know what a big part is? I knew I was going to cry. And I knew I could talk to Kat and cry. And, like, mm-hmm. not, a, not a be, like... Weird and shit. I, yeah, like, mm-hmm. I just needed to cry because I needed to, like... Let it out. Yeah. Get it out. I didn't yeah. need, like, anything else. Yeah. But I don't know. So, I, Kat was just a... I mean, and honestly, I think I also... Because Kat... Me and Kat got really close in college because she went through some real like real hard times in college. Um, And so I think that kind of just opened up a communication between us that was just really open. And I don't know, again, like me and Kat, I need to actually hit her up. I haven't talked to her in like a year, which is crazy. Um, But that's actually kind of how it's been. We don't talk for a while and then randomly we'll hit each other up and reconnect. Yeah. Yeah. I think we all kind of have like that, the girlfriend that's like that. That's our like best friend in a sense. You know, like the girl that I was talking about earlier, Marissa, she was that for me. She's the person that I came out to, even though she was like, that's funny. My mom pinged you already. She said you were queer than a $3 bill. And I said, no, 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 he's straight. He's straight. And it turns out, no, she, she clocked me. But, you no, know, she was the person that I could confide in. And 
I knew that she would listen to me and hear me out. And even whenever I went through some other crazy shit in my life, she was there for me as well. So yeah, I feel you on that. Uh, that the girls are always the ones that always like nurture us and help us out. They're they're it's like their mom vibes get thrown out there, and they're just like, I need to take care of you and listen to you mm-hmm. and hold you while you're trusting me with this crazy information before you unleash it to the whole world. So mm-hmm. yeah, I feel you. Yeah. Actually, really, like I wonder about what you just said too, like because I I don't know. It's it's interesting for me. Like with my girlfriends, it never felt like a mom vibe. For me, it felt more like, um, I feel like there's a lot of like research that talks about this, but like girls, girls tend to learn how to keep secrets earlier on than boys. So like developmentally, like, and neurologically, they sort of like, they learn to compartmentalize like, um, truth telling at 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 an earlier age. And a lot of that I think is because of like socialization and sexism and stuff like that. And I wonder if some of what, some of what makes, I think like some of what makes our girlfriends early on, like our first allies is because I think like they understand or they know what it's like to live with something. They can't tell people, right? right? Whatever that may be. Um, and so like, it makes like line of communication a little bit easier. Um, Cause I was going to ask y'all, um, were your first conversations about gay sex, like actual earnest open conversations about gay sex um, with women or with men? For, for me, it was like literally cat. Like I remember mm-hmm. telling her just how I knew, you know, how I knew I was gay and like talking about sex and the things I had done and like, and how it was like, okay, yeah, I'm definitely gay. <laughs> like, like, I don't know. So yeah, for me, it was definitely women. But honestly, what's funny is, is now it's probably mostly men, gay men, obviously. But, um, like, yeah, I mean, there still are women that I definitely to talk to about normal gay sex, all that, whatever, so yeah. my sex life, whatever. Um, but I feel like it, that group has gotten, as far as women, it's it's smaller. It's mostly my real close female friends. Yeah, I think before you're officially out or before you feel comfortable telling everyone that you're gay, it, the people that you kind of rely on, your allies, are the ones that you kind of confess everything to, and that's... That's what Marissa and that's what Alicia were for me. They were the two girls that I could tell everything to because I knew that they would understand and they would, you know, like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, you know, I suck dick too. But, you know, it's, it's, it was never a weird thing. In fact, uh, when I lived with Alicia, she was one of my roommates for a long time. Actually, she heard her husband like <clears throat> helped me out tremendously because I was a fucking mess. But um, they, she like walked in on me jerking off and we just laughed about it. Like oh my God. it wasn't even a big deal because that's how close we were, you know, like it was just kind of like, that's fucking hilarious. So yeah, I don't know. I feel like for me, it was like a lot of males, like friends that I was close with that I was like, Hey, like I need to tell you something. And I don't know if at some point they probably realized it or whatever. There was obviously girls that were that I was very close to, um, like uh, Cassie and Lizette, like those two. Um, but like we never talked about it. They never talked a bit about like talked about it with me. I think it was just kind of like a known thing. Because like for them, like when I came out, they were like, "Oh yeah, we knew." And I was like, "Oh, okay, cool." Like I would never talk to them about sex. Like I don't think like it was mostly like them talking about their own sexual experiences so i feel like i always maybe went to like my guy friends first and then to my girlfriends 
Um, but I feel like now that I've gotten a little bit older, actually, I think now it's probably about half and half. If I'm honest. Um, I don't think I even even Robbie to your point, like you're saying, like I needed someone to cry with. Like I just didn't like I didn't even cry with my family. Like when I told them, I think it was just like here's a here's a fact for y'all to know. And I just never, I when I came out to someone, I never cried. Even like one of the closest people I was, like a person that was closest to at that time, I like I went to his house after I talked to my parents, and I just like laid down, and he hugged me, and I was just like, I'm just exhausted. Like I'm not crying, I'm not emotional, I'm just exhausted, and this is also uh, so exhausting. Um, but yeah, so I think that's probably one of the things that was just kind of different for me at least that I felt like I probably trusted more my guy friends initially um in hopes and I think it was like half and half like some of them were okay with it and the other half were not and so then I kind of just I'll go to those friends that are supporting me more than the ones that aren't so yeah um but enough about a sad fucking <laughs> life experience oh my god bitch you're always I'm just kidding it's always like the saddest I don't even know what's going on mine yeah why? Why is mine the saddest? Just, I didn't have any girlfriends. I mean, all my all my sexual stories go to my two best friends now. So Robbie and, oh, okay. and shout outs to Gary, uh, who have to deal with the bullshit that I tell them. Is it even bullshit, or is it just text messages that they ignore, or give a thumbs up to, or no? They like. I feel like when I'm we just talk kidding. about <laughs> conversations about shit. Yeah, when when I hear about Isaac's stories, it's not through like if it's sex, it's not through text. No, like, I'm, I'm not gonna trust her. <laughs> I don't no, trust her. But I'll listen to his stories. I like to live vicariously to him a little bit. Thank you all for listening to episode 10 of Las Latinas. We're trying out the Zoom thing for now, and it worked uh, for the most part. But not to worry, we still have lots to cry about, so you know we'll have more content coming. Uh, you can follow us on all the social media things at Las Latinas Podcast. Thank you for listening. Les deseo mucho, mucho amor. Bye.